Hello, humans. Welcome back to the Nap Hour podcast. This is one of the podcasts, our parenting podcast of the We Need to Talk Club forum. Um, so I'll introduce myself. My name is Tamaya. I am joined by two lovely co-hostesses as well, also mothers. Um, just for if you're the first time listening, I'm a mother of two boys, 15 and four, so toddler and teenager. Uh, next, please introduce yourself on the West Coast. Who are you? Hello, all. This is Esther. Hoping you're having a not-so-stressful summer. Okay, we'll take that. Esther also, for those who might be new to it, is a mother of twin boys. And now we'll move over to... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And now we'll move over to the South. Please introduce yourself, lovely lady. Hello, it's Shakima. How's everything going? How's everybody doing? We're doing all right. And yes, yes. what are you, uh, who are you the mother of? Um, two toddler girls. Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I understand. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus is a fire. And so again, hello all. This is our parenting podcast. We call it the nap hour because we felt like it was a good play on words and motherhood since we all know nap time is but an illusion. Yes, it is. But yet here we stand and so we shall get started. Before we get to our main topic of the day, we're going to do what we usually do, either a driveway confession if any mama's here has a contribution on a driveway confession or a proud mama moment. And for those who are new also, the driveway confessions are that moment we all have as parents where you pull up to the house and you do not want to go in. Not yet. Not yet. You either got a snack or maybe you got oh. some takeout and you don't want any evidence and you just eat and oh. breathe and sit in that car before you I go into have, the house. I have a good news. Well, a proud mama moment or driveway confession? Guess who's starting school? Oh, this proud mama moment. Talk to us. Talk to yeah. us. Yeah, so Trinity got into the school that we wanted her to. Oh, thank you. That's awesome. She starts at the end of next month. Congrats. She's going to be so cute in her little uniform. Oh, I love this. What is this pre-K four? Yeah, pre-K four. Okay. That's great. Congrats. I know you guys have been covering this for like, I think some years now, right? Like a yeah. year we've been talking about this. We had put in the application like months ago. Yeah. But I told her she's she's got into school and she has to go. She said, I could go by myself. <laughs> like, yes. You get to go to school by yourself. Oh. So now she's like nervous. You think you'll be all right or you think you'll be one of the crying parents? Oh, I know I'm gonna cry. I have the whole day off. Um yes. Um <laughs> I'm a crier for everything. Oh, I cry at weddings. Cry with puppies. I... Please send pictures. Please post the pictures on our group chat because I want to see. Them. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love it. Proud mama moment. That's a good one. Well, all of our proud mama moments are good ones because it's, it's the light yeah. in the tunnels that we are all in as mothers. Yes. <laughs> what about you, Esther? I have. Yeah, I. I have a driver confession in a Go way. So this week has been another week. And mm. so I had to take my kiddo to, to the urgent care on oh. Monday. 
and then you know got diagnosed with a double ear infection again right Jeez. but the confession yeah the confession is that um at some point on the on my way to like grab lunch right after uh -huh. the appointment was done he yeah. fell asleep in the car and there was literally a good 10 seconds of me being like, can I just leave him in the car and just go quickly grab my things and be back? <laughs> like, I was like, oh my God, I'm just so done with the day already. <laughs> um, but it was like, he went to daycare and then the daycare called us because mm -hmm. he was being grabby and crying and uncomfortable, right? So he, yeah. So basically that was the day yeah uh but 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 i i reeled it in and i got him out of his car seat held mm -hmm. him as i like you know ordered my things and then put him back in and the kid was like you know completely just out completely out right oh okay got to the house. yeah it worked out got to the house where i'm like okay he's gonna continue napping right mm -hmm. heck no he woke up as soon as i laid him down on the bed we can't fine. win them all, friend. We can't win them all. And I just so, want yeah, you to know no. you are not alone. I feel like, um, I mean, I don't know every every parent in the world, but we all know you're not supposed to leave the child in the car. That does not necessarily yeah. mean the thought has it passed. The thought, just the thought of like, this kid is knocked out. And as soon as I take them out to do this errand that must be done, it's going to be over the peace and there's that thought <laughs> and you have to just you know swallow it take that kid yeah. on out and just see how it goes but you are not the only one you are not alone I um, know I've literally skipped things that I had to do because it just wasn't worth I, it I really I don't feel like taking y'all nowhere yes it's just not worth it it's just gonna have to wait <laughs> Oh my gosh. I hear you. Uh. Yeah. So that was my confession. Like I literally was like, uh. I too have a driveway confession. Um, my driveway confession would be um my youngest five, uh, no, four year old now, Magnus, is having me and Philip are uh, me and my husband are deciding to um let him go sleep without a pull-up, a night pull-up. And I have fought it for a while because I know I'm the one who's got to do that laundry and change those sheets and do things over and over and over again. Um, but we ran out of pull-ups two weeks ago. So we decided to just make it official instead of buying some more, just go for it. And it's been hit or miss. Like, you know, it's been nice when the when the bed's dry, but uh, this week we're having some serious trouble, and we've had at least two accidents in which sheets are changed. And y'all ain't got that many sheets, so we about to run out. So, <laughs> or just blanket and towel it up. Um, it's been a it's been a thing. I plan on reading an article or two this week about tips and tricks to help my kiddo i mean i got the bathroom ready for him if he has to go at night he has to go we go make him go before he goes in the bed don't have any drinks too soon all the things but i just want to look up some more stuff because sister running out of sheets and that's the worst thing i hate about laundry to be honest 
is changing the bed sheets, the bedding. It's just the worst. And I just, I'm signing on to it because of this process of, of growing up. And I know I have to raise a kid to, to be able to pee, go to pee in the middle of the night. I know, but I just feel like I wanted to put that off for a bit longer, but now we in the thick of it. We're in the thick of it. So wish me, wish me luck. Wish me luck, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hubby at least suggested something nice, getting the puppy pads. Good job, hubby, on that one. So I'm definitely going to get those. That's what I was going to suggest. Like, wouldn't that sort of, uh, again, alleviate, right? Hopefully alleviate the issue. It costs less than all this laundry. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get them, and then we're going to see what I'm going to get them tomorrow. And hopefully that can slow the situation down. Because all these mattress, pad, waterproof things, they not really. Not really. It's got Do you right have to that training mattress. underwear? Training underwear? Is it like a pull-up? Well, it no, it's, it's regular underwear, but the padding is a little bit thicker. So if he does pee, it'll be less on your sheets. We don't have that. I'm wondering, would it be better to invest the money in those or the pads? We have those, and um, I did have some of the pads. But, man, she... Trinity, she used to get on my nerves because every time I put a pillow on her, she never peed in it in the bed, never. So we're like, oh yeah, right. That uh, that's also what made us feel like, oh, she's right good, he's good. But it's like if they have juice after six or something to drink after like a certain amount of time, yeah, they're probably gonna be <laughs> girl. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try the tactics y'all bringing up, and we're gonna see how this process goes. Hopefully, I'm going to get to the other side because this is it. This is it. If I make it through everything, every milestone with him is like, yes, yes, done, done. Cross that bound, cross that line. So, yeah, that's my driveway confession. Wish me luck. And me and my pissy sheets. All right. Let's get into the topic of the day. So, ladies, this topic, um, we came up with some time ago. And it is, what's the limit of support you think you'll place on your kids as they get older? So, like, have you thought about this or can you think about it now for the sake of this podcast? Um, When your children get older, do you still plan on allowing them to live with you? Do you have that mindset of, you know, 18 years, if I could just make it 18 years? Like, where are you guys at? What What are your thoughts? Is there an age limit or or limit you would place on them if they were to stay inside with you? Who wants to go first? Okay, go Kima. <laughs> uh, I definitely plan on not putting a limit on them at all. Ah. Um, they can always come back home. That's what, that's what I'm here for. I mean, I feel like when I was younger, Mm-hmm. I heard a lot about people saying, oh, when you're 18, this, or when you're 18, that. And people just would, like, kick their kids out. But, like, I don't feel like other cultures besides my own do that a lot. Mm. And I've... Hold on one moment. Yeah. And when I was living with my godmother, she did a thing where we had a job. So she would say, pay $50 a month. 
you know, just so you can feel like you have a bill. Right. Even though $50 is nothing. But, like, I would do something like that. If you have a job, here's a bill. But, like, I I would never kick my kids out if they needed a place to stay. I would now I would get on them to do something with their life. Like you're not just gonna live with me and not like have So a that job. would be the stipulation have, then that you yeah, place like, on I, them. You have to be progressing towards something in your life. Not trying to find somewhere to live, but progressing towards a career or something. Mm-hmm. Have a job at least. And if, if you don't, I'm gonna push you until you get one. Like my brother and sister separately they they both stay with me over a period of time about a year or two uh-huh. I didn't really have them paying much if they did it was probably the $50 thing but I was on them about having a job right because you at least need to know how to take care of yourself for what you need. yeah no I think so that's I think fair that's important I think that's totally fair what about you Esther yeah, for me, it's it's it is a a weird concept to say that you have a a sort of like age or whatever, like a a sort of limit to when you will take a step back from parenting. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like both me and my partner's culture, like you you it's very intergenerational if you can you know if you can swing it so you stay with your family both physically and things are still enmeshed until you know you decide to like you know go at it on your own and even then right like still gonna have support usually of the financial kind and at times right usually when you do end up having your own kids sort of like that uh, family support of looking after the kids and things like that right so it's it's for me like it's it's ongoing and to say oh like at 18 like you're out of the house or at 18 I'm making you pay rent um like that black and white thinking, right? Like, obviously, I'm sure people are going to be like, well, like, there's this circumstance or there's these situations. And definitely, I'm not saying, oh, like, never allow your kids to be out of on their own. Um, But for me, it's just that, like, as they progress and they become more independent, your parenting relationship change with your child, obviously. And so instead of like, you know, having to be the one to like shuffle them around all the time, right? When they're 16 and they, if and when they do decide to get their driver's license, for example, then it's like, okay, I'm perhaps not going to be the one to shuffle you around all the time, but I'm still going to be there to like, you know, pay for the car and the insurance and things like that. And still, you know, oversee that you are a safe driver, you know, Uh sort of like how I see it, like just like exchange as your kid gain and, and, and establish their independence more and more from you. Mm. I see what y'all are saying. <clears throat> and I feel like 
a part of me agrees, but then like, at least right now, a big part of me does feel like you got to get up out of here. I don't know where that's from yet. I just feel like, yeah, I feel like my point, my, my, the point of what I'm doing now is to get you ready to be out. And so I don't, I feel like not setting those stipulations can create kind of an unsafe expectation and like th uh, strain on our relationship the longer it goes. Because I don't want to not set a stipulation and then here comes 30 and we're still doing this dance. And then I'm like, all right, um, son, I, I, I need to talk to you. I know I said <laughs> you can you could just be here and you paying some rent. I appreciate it. Cause you you also, yeah, I agree, you have to pay something. I can't have you just sitting here living as like a child. Cause then what experience do you know in the world when you try to get your own apartment? Everything is gonna be like whiplash for you. Like, what is this? Taxes, bills, what? Like, I don't want it to be like a splash of cold water of you not understanding what the world is without me taking care of everything. Um, I know I started off with a cell phone bill, at least small when I was a teenager, but like, you gotta, you gotta be able to do this for yourself or you won't know how. Um, so that's like my thought process, but like, I can't see myself not putting an age limit or stipulation. And then as time goes by that, I'm like, okay, so I know I didn't say anything, but I'm going to have to ask you, we're going to have to start prepping you to get going on your own two feet in a couple years or so because I don't want I don't I don't when it's no age stipulation what does that mean what are these what does that mean like how old are you still in this room I was like I have a question for you then go for it I, it, it I am hearing and please correct me if I'm wrong I am hearing sort of a fear or worry that if you don't put in that guardrail of you know be out you know go on your own way by x you know years that they'll just continue to be there and basically stay in that infant like child stage that is not the main fear. That is one of the fears of if you are given everything without any stipulation or push to go on your own, what reasoning would you have to go be an independent grown-up? I have, I have like two thoughts on that. I feel like for most people, not for all people, for most people, mm -hmm. They there comes a time when as they get older they're not gonna want to abide by their parents' rules anymore. That's the hope, so, right? So like, yeah, but if yeah, they that's, realize that's the that abiding by our rules is cheaper than the world, because it is, and they make peace with that, then what? Yeah, because that's why I said for like most <laughs> some people, obviously that won't matter. But for most people, as they progress in adulthood, if you're living with your parents, you still have to abide by their rules. You still have to do what they say you still have to maybe come home at a certain time so would so that I, be your stipulations Kima if you did allow your children to stay I mean, with yeah, you past an adult age 
like you, you got wanna, a curfew you this like would want. you not yeah if you want to do what you want i mean you might have to go live somewhere else if that's what you want to do but like, i still have rules in my house so what's it's your Esther, is that the case for you as well or because they're older you'll have like different approaches and they have different freedoms yes i don't see for me and okay let me rephrase that i had not considered that having my kids with me living in the house with me because that's what we it seemed like that's the situation that we're just focusing on right having them live with me in the house not contributing financially quote-unquote is going to spoil them uh and so I'll have to think about that because because I'm thinking about like my own life right like I you know lived with my mom when I was done with college Mm -hmm. um and and I did go away you know couple of states away for college so like I wasn't home um during the school year but I was back home for sure during summer breaks you know any of the breaks mm-hmm. uh and I was right back there after I graduated um and I only started paying you know part of the rent when I started working like having mm-hmm. a you know consistent paycheck makes sense um and all of that so there was never a like in me and my mom sort of you know living together it was never like oh you have to do this and you have to do that it was like hey like you know kind of we wanted to get out of like the older apartment that we were in and to be able to contribute to the one that we you know found like me paying a little you know some of it made sense to me so I was like yeah like we'll go you know um 70 30 at that point and that made sense so in that way I just feel like because of my own experience I don't have that worry that my kids will do different than me obviously I don't know right yeah none of us know but I think right but I think again it's like it's all about how you like how the conversation is and how you parent your child. I know it's like very s- simple, but I but I feel that if I go about it, right, all throughout their younger years being like, hey, you know, like if you want to go away to college, whatever, we'll support you. If you want to be close, we'll support you. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like I'm very big on like helping you, you know, get a, a step up financially and one of the biggest ways that you can help your kid financially especially in their early 20s is to like you know help with just like living expenses like rent if they have you know that and things like that so like I am totally on board and so is my partner Mm -hmm. because this is a culture that we live in like you 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 are there for your kids to the, you know, to the end. Mm. But, you know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> it's interesting. So, it's really interesting to hear your point of view. 
Like 18 is not it for me. I don't feel like you're a true adult at 18. So I'll put that out there. But I can (laughs) see myself eyebrows starting to lift in the 25 year age range where I'm like, okay, okay. And I also, I also feel like, yeah, go ahead, Kima. This, this concept that, I mean, that we're all talking about, it's it's not going to work for everyone. Obviously, obviously. Yeah, there are some parent-children relationships that when you get when you eighteen, you out of here because we ain't our relationship is not one where we can live cohesively together. Well, then I also think about the 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 change in dynamic once our children are adults. So, like when they have partners, you know, are their partners yeah, allowed to stay in here with them? No, are that's they why they would have want sex to have something in my else. house. Are they allowed no. to have sex in my house because this is, you know, they might be paying no. some rent. They're adults. I can't expect them. I know they're having sex. You know what I mean? Oh, well, it's a safe environment. This is your home. Is that a third? Or am I still treating them like a teenager as an adult in my home where these are the rules? This is no, what it see, is. That's, like, that's what about how, that kind of stuff? That, have y'all thought about, like, well, obviously to. we have it. But think about that now. Like, are there any stipulations in regards to that when, partners are involved because partners usually kind of escalate I feel like the independence structure for a lot of people like a lot of people can stay like I can't I couldn't see myself staying living with um my mother too much longer when I had my partner and we both were kind of looking for our own space because we both knew he wasn't coming over to bump uglies with me in that house and I wasn't trying to keep going over his grandma's house to bump some uglies and you know we 23 at this point <laughs> so i'm like what's your thoughts like on are they are, think about it now obviously none of us thought about it all of our children yeah that we birth are like yeah. toddler and beyond or young yeah but that's but like, that's why i, I said that so i'm like you cannot bring out. nobody up in here i don't care how old you are i want nobody up in here unless they come to have dinner <laughs> with us and then they're leaving again I ain't trying to be talking about no 20-something-year-old and I'm, like, busting open the door, like, what y'all doing here? <laughs> Just, I don't know, but I also don't want you sexing in my house. I don't that's, know. Yeah, that's one of the things where I said that they're going to want to naturally, oh, like, I'm, I'm going like, to find somewhere else to go. I'm going to move out. That That's something that's probably going to change their mind about. I think escalate my thing, too. Yeah. Like, I, I want to sticks and stuff. Yeah. So I'm out of here. Then, yeah. But, that, but, I'll just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Go ahead, Esther. Sorry. I'm like, so I just thinking about this right now. Mm-hmm. I am not, I actually really dislike overt PDA, like with myself, with like, you know, people around me. So I think not, I'm, I don't want it to be a rule, but it'll really, it'll definitely be sort of like, a family culture thing of like I don't really need to see you doing any of the kissing and the sitting on the laps things you know like I'll tolerate you know hand holding and that goes like stipulate for, for that, most no. people around me you can't, in my you can't stipulate that though if they like it because I remember when my sister she because we weren't that big a PDA either and what my sister say, she like, got her boyfriend and, and like they would be on the couch he would be rubbing her feet on again. We, me and dad, be looking at like, but it was like at the same time, nobody felt comfortable enough to be like, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would have, that's what I'm saying. Like, for, but I say that, and, 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 um, to your question about, you know, 
for me, like if you are having any of like sexual nature thing, I'm okay with that. Obviously, again, like within boundaries, like I don't need to be hearing you like all of that and make other people feel uncomfortable and like, you know, just at this point, it's non-consensual, honestly, it's in my head to like uh, loop in other people without their consent in your sexual activities. But I wouldn't have a problem with it if it's like, be uh, you know, in your own room, you're like, you know, of age in your 20s and all of that. I just don't want to see it in common areas and in front of me. Wow. Progressive. <laughs> That is so progressive I mean, right there. <laughs> I just like, I think it's definitely like from my own You're not alone. Like, you know, no, like, no, there's no judgment here. You're not alone. I'm sure there's plenty of parents who also are thinking in that same realm. Here you're alone, but you're not alone in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I get it. I get it. That's awesome, though. I like to hear these point of views, though, for sure. Um, I guess, um, Another question then would be to like, what did, cause at some point, I think we all got to put the ages in which we no longer live with our parents. Um, but what did stipulations did your parents have with you that you find any, do you find any of those worth repeating in terms of like, cause Esther, you spoke of, you actually did live with your mother for some time before you left. I think I lived with, I moved with him in here in 2014. So I was 24. So yeah, so like for instance, for me, stipulations that my parents had with me living in there. We talked about um rents, but my parents are very much so um close-knit and kind of just happy to have me in the home. It wasn't like a if you gotta be here, this is what you gotta do, kind of thing. It was just like, you know, the it seemed like that would be expected of well, we want you to contribute something, you know, because you're here, but we really just enjoy your company. Like my mom was not very happy about me moving out. She wanted to try to work something out in which I could still stay um, so we can kind of stay close knit. So it was really hard for me to move out, to be honest, even though I only moved seven minutes away. It was still tough because uh, the first time outside of college that I really left home. But stipulations, I would definitely have to say the exact same ones that were when I was a teenager, without it being spoken. I just knew that just because I'm adult does not mean I'm allowed to like bring him in here, PDA, this is my room, this is my space now, and this, that, and the third. Plus, we still lived in a, sm a smaller apartment. So I still shared a room with my brother and we have a 15 year diff age difference. So I didn't have really my own space anyway if I decided to stay there. Um, so stipulations were basically, I was an adult with the same rules as a teenager, maybe plus rent. And maybe I think my curfew, mm -hmm. my curfew was extended a bit, but after a while, if I didn't like let them know ahead of time, they would ask questions and I couldn't say, you know, I'm just going to spend the night with my boyfriend. That wasn't really allowed. Um, so yeah, same as teenager rules for me. So, but it's, I think I might have to repeat. <laughs> some of those in my own parenting because like I don't want none of that relationship stuff up in my face and if you were to stay I probably would have you contribute to I would no I definitely would have you contribute to the household stuff but nothing crazy we've had family members live with us and we've charged them no more than $200 a month just so they're not here doing nothing and that way their money can go towards a utility 
or something like that. But that would be, I think, what I would repeat. So what about you all? What stipulations, if any, did your parents, do you feel like, had with you before you moved out? And are any worth repeating in your own parenting? I mean, I think I just shared the one about, like, pub, you know, over. You helped with the rent, right. That's one that I definitely um, have, no matter their age, honestly. I feel like that, that's one rule that I'll have, no matter their age, is no overt PDA around me, please. Was um, your mom like that with you, too? Or with the family, because no. you have siblings, because you obviously didn't have it, because you don't like it like that. But what about your siblings? Yeah, no, like I think it's it's it was never like a rule. At the same time, right? Like I am from a single parent household, mm -hmm. so of course, my mom wasn't really dating like that anyway either. It just it's just something that I. Mm -hmm. I think from me, like I, I, I didn't grow up seeing it, and I just don't feel comfortable with it. Got it. Um. Uh, what other rules? Uh, this might be like the neurotic person in me, but like, I would like for you to let me know when you know, when you're in the house, or like when to expect you, like. Mm. You know, yeah, um, and I'll say like in a way like because you know so far you know knock on wood we're very privileged in that way like you know uh, as far as I can tell like our kids will have their own rooms, mm -hmm. so um, I think that definitely helps right because of that uh, privacy yeah. fact. <laughs> yeah. In. I might I have really some more have to think to about if I what have they're doing, room. you know, in their private, <laughs> you know, um, and things like that. And really, I, I just want to foster like an open communication because I think that's really at the core of it with me is providing um, financial just freedom a bit to my kids as well as having that open dialogue where um they they can come to me for things because I feel like at that age again right like I'm thinking early 20s right mm -hmm. as they really go into the world and establish themselves completely independent from the family unit mm -hmm. and start I'm guessing if they want to date other people um it's, you know, I would like for them to sort of feel comfortable and happy and good to reach out to, to mom and dad and say, hey, like, you know, this person did this. Is that, you know, a, is this a red flag? Is this a green flag sort of thing? Like really mm. be there for them to like help them navigate, you know, work relationships romantic relationships roommate relationships if they do decide to have like you know like sharing households like I want to be one of the resources that they go to I do too no I can definitely concur with that I do too not necessarily why they live with me but I do too <laughs> what 
about you, Kima? Any stipulations that your parents uh put on you? Anything you worth repeating? Um, no, there was really no stipulations. Like my mom was very open and free, but I guess because she was like that, like where she was like, "Out, you can talk to me about anything, everything, blah blah blah." Because she was like that, I was I was more closed off. Yeah. Mm. So I I feel very uncomfortable with any type of PDA in front of my mom. Um, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Shh. hush. <laughs> but anything outside of a hug, yeah, I'm not doing. Like if my mom came out of, from out of town and stayed with us, yeah, we're probably not doing anything that week. I Sorry, <laughs> I was in my own house. I, so that's, in your that's, own house, right? In your own house, me too. Like mm, 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 mm. that's why I said that if um. If I was still living at my parents' house, that would probably be something that would make me want to move out faster. Got it. Once I did become intimate. Well, what about like what Esther was saying in terms of being really open with your kids and wanting them to talk to you? Would you be as open yeah, as your I mom was with you to, to the kiddos? I would, I would want them to talk to me, but I would feel the same way. Like, um, I, I'm not really, I don't really want to see all that. So, I wouldn't want that. Hold on one second. Hold on yeah, one second. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, 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 Magnus. No, please. Thank you, baby. It's all right. You just did. There it is. You can put the remote down. Love you. So, yeah. No, I could definitely see that. I want my kids to be able to talk to me about anything. It's so crazy. I want that. And I want to make sure I cultivate it now. It's so interesting because again, like my my teenage stepson is really like the blueprint. So it's gonna be interesting. Go ahead, Kima. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm all for you having the little love of your teenage life. The little not. love of your teenage life. But yeah, be respectful. I mean, you wouldn't want me to do PDA in front of you. <laughs> I know. I wouldn't want my mom to do it. So I mean. Don't do it in front of me. Fair enough. And Fair like, enough. like with the intercourse in the house, I'm not doing that. Mm -mm. You better go some find somebody else to do it. Find somebody else to do it. What's that? Isn't that a video? Mm -mm, find somebody else to do it. Mm -mm. Yep. <laughs> That's like a thing everybody puts out. There is. I just feel like that's that's personal to you. Mm -hmm. So that shouldn't. Um, that shouldn't overflow into the parent-child relationship. We can talk about it. I mean, if you have any concerns, you know, if you want advice, I will. I'm an open book. But no, that's 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 where it ends. Yep, <laughs> sure is. Yes, is there? I guess Esther kind of answered this before. Um, if you feel that there's a limit to like I feel like there's a shift in parenting my question was do you feel like there's a limit to your parenting when your children reach a certain age like like I mentioned like if they're in their 30s I don't want them really living with me anymore for sure I know that I think I know that for sure um but I I, I don't feel like I would just cut off and be like uh you know you're on your own in this world like if you need me you can call me and all this other stuff I'll try to support you 
whenever, but there are limits to certain things. I think for me, like, like when does the shift happen to when they, when they, you know, I guess they don't take care of me unless I lose my mind. So hopefully I can be on my own until I croak, to be honest. But like, I don't, yeah, I don't feel like there's a shift for me. I feel like there's a shift in learning how to I think there's a shift in type people. of parenting, right? Like I'm not yeah. necessarily going to be giving you this necessarily type of, like the way they would, we would treat them, at least you and me, Kima, if they were living yeah. in our home with like, these are the rules, the same basically as when you're a teenager, all this other stuff. I think there's a shift. Like there's just calls and advice yeah, the, and there is like, financial stuff you know to help push you along yeah definitely financially because like when you get to a certain age and like I said I want my child to at least be doing something with their life right so if you still need a roof over your head that's great but like if I'm cooking for the whole house you can eat but I'm not going to be buying you your own special things that you might request that's right because i know family right now i know people right now have their like i won't say names but have like like an 80 year old who has her 40 year old 50 year old child living with them make sure she cooks him dinner yeah no the third um you know feels a way about asking him to help i know someone who has had children like literally got married kids still living in the house still living in the house like these are some limits that i have but yeah, yeah. as long as, as long as you're doing something with your life you can still stay with me because i mean sometimes it'll switch you be staying with me and then you get a big house and i'm staying with you <laughs> <laughs> where's my sweetie where's my in-law sweetie where's that's that? As long as you're taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. you always have you always have somewhere to stay. Right. But there is, that is like a question though. Age, yeah, once you're starting at a certain age, um you want something, you're gonna have to work for it. Right. Like that's a question. Esther, even then mm-hmm. too, would that still be your case? Like if your kids end up having kids and everything and they just ain't dealing with you know if they put them and their partner or maybe just them they just have their kids they can stay in the house as well like that that one room that they got that could just expand to whoever they bring up in there or if it's hey you got your own kids now son i'm gonna need you i'll help you get a place but when you have your own kids now that's my limit you can be 80 years old and be up in mama's house but you got your own children now you on mute again friend you on mute again (laughs) so with us like actually um a carpet wanted to do it at like 18 and I had to I'm still trying to um make him realize that like kids still come back after college to see you because he's like once they're you know kind of in college I want us to like downsize (laughs) and get a place in like the city (laughs) So I share this to mean I don't know if like my kids will still have that room for you know so long of a period oh, after now you drop this bomb. <laughs> well, I'm okay. So realistically, we probably will be in our place or take it until like you know the kids are like in their mid-20s probably early 30s depending okay. on how things go right 
but definitely like we won't have it like you know forever and ever for sure (laughs) but that said I, I like wherever we whatever we end up doing right I'll always try to have like an extra room or some sort of space that you know would be like a crashing spot for you know at least one of the kids at a time you know Mm -hmm. one be pissed off if the other one got there first like hey you (laughs) i need this hey first come first serve there's two of you you figure it out at this point maybe maybe that'll be my thing like there'll be a space and that's and, and that's and that's how i know like you guys are adult it's like you figure it out right on your own i'm not in it I have my own room already. And I'm not in it. Uh Uh-huh. All right. No, I love this. Thank you, ladies. This was a great conversation. I had a good time. (laughs) You please follow up with us all in about 20 years to see exactly what happened with each of our children. Uh, but this is the Nap Hour podcast. Remember to follow us, review us, support us on all your podcast listening platforms. We are under one hub, which is the We Need to Talk Club hub. We also have a website, we need to talk.club, where you can see all of the different podcasts as well as match our faces with our lovely voices. Um, we love you. And as parents, all we can wish for you is to continue doing your best and be kind to yourself. That is our message to all parents each and every episode. And thank you for listening. Bye.